0: Host Dave Busing, founder and editor-in-chief of comicbookherald.com. Today I'm gonna to be talking about the buildup and all the events that bring us to King Thor, new series by writer Jason Aaron and artist Isada Ribic. This is the return of this creative team after they put together one of my favorite Marvel comics of the last decade. Definitely one of the best Thor runs and one of the best comics of the Marvel Now era from 2012 to about 2014. Thor, God of Thunder, they are the other creative team that delivered about 25 issues there. They're back on King Thor in what promises to be the final, I believe, four issues in Jason Aaron's Thor run, which has been going since 2012. Again, I'm Dave here with Comic Book Herald. You can find a complete ...reading order for all Thor comics over on ComicBookHerald.com. I've got up here on the screen. You can also, of course, find uh, reading orders for really all of the Marvel Universe, Marvel Now, and all this fun stuff that I'll be sharing in the show notes as well. Before I really get going here with the details and the build to The Road to Thor... I want to say thanks to patrons who make these videos and podcasts possible uh, over on patreon.com slash comic So thank you for making that happen. And without further ado, let's get into the road to King Thor. So again, like I said, the best thing you can do is read through the Thor reading order, starting with Thor God of Thunder volume one. And all of this is going to connect and build and, and really set the stage for the events of king thor now king thor promises to be a again like i said it's a four issue mini or maxi if you want to you know celebrate it in higher style and uh, it is going to detail the future Thor. So this is when Thor is king in the distant future. And this is going to be a battle of him versus Loki, who we will see in this buildup guide has accumulated some nefarious powers. Now, King Thor here and uh, the events, I should say, of, you know, Thor comics that set up this point. We have to look all the way back to Al Ewing written Loki, Agent of Asgard. In issue number 12, there's a far future glimpse of some events that Eren is now playing with where this King Loki, he is essentially the evilest version of Loki, has decimated Earth uh, more or less just in a bid to, to really strike at the heart of King Thor and of course this beloved planet that he has celebrated as an Avenger and as a protector for millennia. So, it, you don't have to read Agents of Asgard, I think, to you know to properly understand these comics. But it that is what you know they're, they're playing off here with King Thor. And in terms of the most specific details that will set the stage again, I'm not going to recap like the entire entirety of Aaron's Thor run because it's seven years of very very good stuff. Uh, but what I will say here is we're first introduced to the King Thor character again this future ruler of Asgard you know it's Odin has passed away most of Asgard is gone when we're introduced to him and we're actually introduced to him in a pretty beaten down state so when we first find King Thor he is kind of kind of decimated by gore the god god butcher this is a character that King Thor future Thor Current modern day Thor that we know no one would recognize on the Avengers in Earth six one six, and a past Thor who's kind of young and in more Viking times and very headstrong and and not even able to not even worthy of lifting Mjolnir. Those three have to band together in a story that spans eras and millennia. But King Thor is the one who has already been beaten down by Gore the God Butcher when that story begins. So I would highly recommend everybody check out the God Butcher and the God Bomb story arcs again. That's Thor. uh, God of Thunder number one through 11, but when we're introduced to this King Thor, we know he's extremely powerful, but we also know that he is dejected. Now, over the course of teaming with the other Thors, we do see them take on Gore and again strike fear into his heart using their combined powers. So that's our introduction to king thor one cool thing that we learn here is that thor has basically the only other supporting characters who seem to be in asgard at this time are his granddaughters they are uh, essentially each a powerful thor in and of themselves and are very very fun characters so basically like the future thor timeline we have king thor sitting on the throne and we have his granddaughters, and not a whole lot else. You know, this is very, very distant future that we're talking about, so there's not a whole lot of life, but we'll get to that as well. So that's our introduction. The most detail we get after the God Bomb fight is in Thor, God of Thunder. I believe it's issue number 23, I want to say. It's The Last Days of Midgard Arc Part 2. We get a King Thor Verse Galactus story. And it is absolutely excellent. Uh, this is when Thor returns to Midgard. And again, the planet is decimated. It has been taken, you know, basically all life is gone, thanks to Loki's evil schemes. And Galactus basically comes back in an effort to uh, consume the planet. Almost out of spite, it would seem, Thor makes a case here that, you know, why would you even bother eating this planet? There's not even life here for you to consume. But given the number of times that Galactus has been bested by Earth throughout history, you can tell there's a a sort of a pride to this, just saying, finally, I did it. But of course, Thor, King Thor here, promises to stand in his way so this issue continues it's a really great fight between Thor and Galactus and ultimately King Thor you know he puts up a good fight but he struggles and he loses this is powerful Galactus he has stood the test of time and he is relatively you know well charged you know a lot of times when he comes to earth he is desperate for food in this case he does not seem to be and he is stronger at the end of the day than King Thor What happens here is the granddaughters of Thor take on Galactus for some time. They uh, really hold their own pretty well until King Thor, beaten to the depths of space, returns with the power of the Necrosword. All black, the Necrosword. If you read the God Butcher, you'll be familiar with the term. This is a weapon that is designed to kill gods. And what King Thor does is he absorbs the weapon for himself, he wields it, and he returns to take on Galactus and bring him down and defend Earth. Now, in the course of doing this, one, King Thor is able to defeat Galactus, and two, his his blood actually drops to the Earth and begins to repopulate the planet. So actually, in this future timeline of Jason Aarons, Thor plays the role of, you know, sort of the biblical god or of Odin, and is actually creating sort of a new life force on Midgard In this distant future now if you're kind of wondering is this future of King Thor is this like the future of the Marvel Universe is this destined to happen Uh, one thing I would say always with with Marvel futures is their possibilities of things that might be they're not necessarily alternate realities but they could be and I think you know this is this is the future as it stands for writer Jason Aaron and his creative vision other writers are probably going to have their own I think is what I would say there so yes it's a bit nebulous but that is intentional another thing that happens at the end of the story that I don't have an image of here but that I'll say is Galactus himself is sort of consumed by the powers of the Necrosword which which almost plays like a symbiote type thing and actually we're seeing some relationships between symbiotes and um in Donnie Kates Venom Britain series and you know all black the necrosword but that's that's a little more than I want to get into but that begins to consume galactus to the point that he becomes sort of this um you know this all black eater of of worlds essentially so all of that again in one really great issue sort of sets the stage for what comes next which is all the way after the Jane Foster era of Thor in the pages of um of Thor volume four. So this is the Jason Aaron and Mike Del Mundo run. And actually we get a future, I think a couple future issues in a row in Thor number five and Thor number six, which are drawn and, and painted here beautifully by Christian Ward. So here we have an image of King Thor fighting a space shark, just for the thrill of it, clearly, and his granddaughters looking on. Now in this timeline Again, Galactus has seemingly been defeated, but actually we will see the return here and we will see him fight Ego, the living planet. Now, when Ego returns, we're going to talk about what that means because that's actually going to be particularly relevant for the King Thor miniseries. But otherwise, what happens in this future timeline, we get Thor meets the Phoenix of the future, which is actually Wolverine as it's revealed. So again, we're in the far, far flung future. So we get from information uh, a little bit about how Wolverine ultimately becomes the Phoenix. They fight for a good long while, um, you know, for no other reason than it looks absolutely amazing. So we have King Thor V, his old friend of sorts, old man Phoenix, which is pretty funny. And that all builds ultimately to them then having a common enemy In future Doctor Doom, who here we see has accumulated like all the coolest powers of Marvel Universe heroes. So he has the Iron Fist, he has the Starbrand, he has Doctor Strange's cloak and is the Master of Mystic Vengeance. He is Doom of the future. Doom remains eternal. This is one of the coolest revelations, I think, of the future timeline. And then we get King Thor and Old Man Phoenix combining their might in order to stop Doom from destroying all of Midgard as we see here he does not take kindly to the the Adam and Eve type figures of Midgard and is you know he says Thor I might have known he recognizes his old enemy so that battle goes on the other thing that happens in these pages is we get ego the living planet he consumes uh galactus actually so you have let's try to get this straight you have galactus consumed by the necrosword Ego consumes Galactus for eating some of his uh, grandchildren planets, <laughs> which is super dark and pretty wild. And then in the course of eating Galactus, Ego becomes the Necroplanet, which is a new concept, which is uh, really crazy. And that's one of the things I love about the Jason Aaron-written future timelines here is he gets really wild and fun with some of these sort of absurd, absurdly righteous cosmic angles. Um, but he becomes the Necroplanet. And what should happen to the Necroplanet but a tiny worm lands on this planet and whispers a the same sort of phrase for millennia and drives Igor, the Necroplanet, mad until he gives up his necro powers, and it turns out that this worm is, in fact, and unsurprisingly, a shape-shifting Loki who has now obtained the powers of the necro sword for himself, which is what we're going to see lead to King Thor. Uh, before we get to King Thor, there is the return of the old man Thor, King Thor, with you know the Thor that we know of Midgard and Jane Foster Thor, as well as young drinking beer out of a a horn Viking Thor. In the pages of War of the Realms, if you want to see every appearance of the character, definitely, of course, you would read War of the Realms to remain caught up. King Thor is a very cool character. I like him having these—you know—he plays sort of an Odin-like figure to his past self, the younger Thor that we know, and then even even more so to the youngest of the Thors, who they really butt heads. Odin or King Thor can't believe he was ever that young and foolish, and of course, young Thor can't believe he was ever that old and stodgy and here's just Thor punching a hammer because that is really, really awesome. So that's more or less the road to King Thor, and it sets the stage for this kind of final battle in the future between Thor and Loki. I've been really enjoying The future timeline aspects of Thor, I think it's been extremely cool since Thor God of Thunder, which again is absolutely excellent. You know, I would recommend you check out the full Thor reading order over here and go through the entire run. Not all of it is going to be future related. Not all of it is going to build to King Thor. But of course, because we have seven years of history here, there might be things that play in this four issue miniseries that aren't um, as clearly tied to the future timeline. Things like Jane being Thor for a good long stretch of Thor comics so if you want to check out the reading order go on over to comicbookherald.com I'll put the link in the show notes thanks everybody for listening as always you can find more of my work on comicbookherald.com you can find me really anywhere at comicbookherald on social media the channel is comicbookherald on youtube and the podcast is best comics ever so thanks everybody for listening and as always enjoy the comics